The Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Batya Jacob is with us live via telephone. She is the director of the Educational Support Services for Yachad. You might be familiar with the fact that uh, now is National American Inclusion Month, the month of February. And there are plenty of ways uh, to include your synagogue, your school, your institution, or your community uh, in uh, Naim, in National American Inclusion Month. You can contact uh, Yachad, you could speak with Batya, actually you could uh, interact with her by email, Batya J, that's uh, initial J at OU.org, Batya J at OU.org. Batya Jacob, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nam. It's so good to be here again. A pleasure to be, uh, a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, a lot of interesting things going on. Let's start with the 100 Synagogue Challenge. Uh, I know when you guys in the past have challenged synagogues to pay more attention to the area of inclusion, you've usually been very successful. Why launch a 100 synagogue challenge at this point? We made the decision that we wanted to um, not broadly challenge every synagogue in America because what happens is then every synagogue assumes that another one is doing it. <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's really the truth. So we earmarked specific synagogues. We actually first went to our chapter directors around the country and Canada, and we asked them to find two synagogues that they are working with and two synagogues that they've never worked with before and challenge them to do something for inclusion on that first shop of February, which we call Shabbat Yachad. We then went to other synagogues that we have relationships with um, and synagogues from communities that we kind of cold called and said, um, nothing happened in Oshkosh. We'd really like to do a program there. How many, synago- and, how many synagogues ended up participating? About 184. So you far exceeded the expectation, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Once people got wind of it, Everybody was calling and wanted to be part of this inclusion Shabbat. It's amazing how some of the synagogues have, well, so many of them have responded to your call. Uh, it says yeah. here, it says in my notes that when the rabbis have spoken, of course, that's one of the features of uh, a, a Shabbat that uh, speaks of inclusion is to have the rabbis address the synagogue on the on this issue. They distributed tefillah marks for sidurim to participate in congregations. What is? I assume it's a bookmark. What's a, what's a, a, a specifically a tefillah mark? So we um, got this idea two years ago. We said so many of us um, who are typical governors have a hard time following the tefillah. Um, I like to say that we go the way Masamidi and they daven in 18 minutes in the morning. And um, I have a hard time following it, figuring out, okay, I need to be a chma now. I need to be a chma now. So somebody who has a learning disability, a challenge, on somebody who's hearing impaired, whatever their challenge might be, it's going to have even more of an issue. To give them a bookmark only works, uh, you know, a, a regular bookmark that says, Shema, page 12, only works in that particular sitter. So what we created were these magnetic, two-sided magnets that have the name of the tequila on them. Oh. They're color-coded, and basically you take this, you put it into your sitter, whatever sitter you're using, no matter what shul you're in or temple uh, or school, and it immediately gives you the place of that tefillah. All you have to do is look for that color-coded 
mark at the top of your page. So it's sort of custom made for each sitter without worrying about which sitter people are using. Right. It's, it will be confused to any sitter anywhere. Are those available um, to the public? Is that something that you guys distribute to people? We distributed 5,000 of them this year, Seth. Um, right now we have we have two sets that are available. One is Shmashmon Esrei and Alenu. Um, that set is actually going to be reprinted for next year's Na'in because we have about three of those sets left. Um, and the second set is Ashrei Yishtabach and Baruch And that set we do have some still available. Batya Jacob is with us live via telephone, Director of Educational Support Services for Yachad. And what do people do? Can they contact you to get a hold of those for their congregation or not? They can contact me. We do not charge for them. It's a free service, um, and they're happy to send them out. The uh, email address, batyaj, B-A-T-Y-A-J, at org. Speaking about National American Inclusion Month, Batya Jacob of Yachad with us uh, via telephone. Uh, you continue. I'm just go- going through some of the things that you've done uh, to uh, specifically address February as National Inclusion Month. You're continuing to offer speakers, expert speakers, on a variety of topics regarding inclusion throughout the U.S. and Canada. That's a program that you're uh, continuing to uh, uh, to do for congregations and for groups around the country. Correct. And one thing I want to say is that February is the month that's been earmarked for National Inclusion Month. It really doesn't stop next Tuesday. It goes on throughout the year. So if you have a congregation that would like a scholarly residence, that would like a Yachat program, um, we are very happy to do this at any time of the year and to work with your school. Our goal is to have it become national inclusion life. Um, we want it to be a program that exists throughout the year and stop being a program that actually just the way of how we view every member of the Jewish community. No, oh, I agree with that. Uh, we read about your Tubishvat programs and the Tubishvat seders that were certainly inclusive, and how some of your uh, uh, young people are dealing with um, with the issue of inclusion on social media. Your high school leadership program actually asks people to post every day what they're doing for inclusion. You must be seeing some interesting results uh, from the question of what young people are doing to include others with challenges in their lives. One of the big things that we've heard is our young people are saving seats at their table during lunch. Right. So that if they see somebody who's sitting by themselves, if they see somebody who has a challenge, whether it's a physical challenge, whether it's an educational challenge, whether it's a mental health challenge, they go out of their way and invite them to join the social group. Um, that's been a big push. I think maybe half of the uh, high schoolers have posted that up. Um, high schoolers have posted things like go over to somebody in synagogue who might not be finding this sitter. Go up to an elderly person, reach out to them, call them on Arab Shabbat. So our young people are giving us such wonderful ideas of how to include everybody within the community. And finally, you know, Purim's right around the corner. You alluded to the fact that Naim is going to continue way after February and certainly in the month of Adar. Uh, last year, we were enthralled by the fact that uh, your interactive presentation of the Megillah, the Purim PowerPoint, was in over 700 congregations on five continents on this globe. I would assume that that program is again available to the public, and it's probably going to be utilized worldwide. Absolutely. Um, we have, what we've done is we've taken the Megillah, we've put it English and Hebrew side by side on a disc, 
with the PowerPoint program. And it works in conjunction with the Chazan, who's reading. So some, you project the disc onto, into onto a screen in the front of the synagogue, and somebody follows with the mouse. The mouse becomes that bouncing ball on the screen to show people where the place is. And when you get to Haman, you have um, different computer graphics, things like an English body chasing Haman or Haman spinning in a um, dryer that comes up to stamp out the name of Haman. Uh, we also have the sukim that are repeated in a different color, another way to signal that something different is happening. Uh, we found that we really developed it for the heart of hearing, and we found that so many people um, benefited from it, people who were having trouble focusing, individuals who were having visual issues because the words are bigger on the screen, um, kids, adults, everybody became engaged. So last year we had over 700 synagogues and temples. Um, we missed Antarctica because we still have not found a million there. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we actually have it in an army base. In the U.S. Army base, but I can, I'm not allowed to disclose where it is, other than it's in Asia, because the chaplain contacted me and said, you know, I have people that are not disabled, but they can't read Hebrew, and this might be a great way to engage them for a forum. So it has this amazing universal appeal and benefit for people. It is, the disc is free of charge. All you have to do is email me with the name of the synagogue. Um, and the name of, and the address, phone number, and I will send it out in the mail to you. It's the Purim PowerPoint, the interactive presentation of the Megillah. Again, it's being used around the world. It's another unique uh, tool that's being uh, distributed by the folks at Yachad. Batya Jacobs, Director of the Educational Support Services at Yachad, and reminds us that February is North American Inclusion Month, and... Um, and, um, uh, and she also reminds us that uh, the inclusion... Uh, topic goes on even after the month of February ends. Information, you can email Batya, and certainly about any of the uh, free items that you want to take advantage of for your school, school organization, etc. Batya J, or your army base, Batya J at OU.org, B-A-T-Y-A-J at OU.org. Batya, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. It's good to speak to you, and have a wonderful rest of the night and a wonderful program. Greatly appreciate that to you as well. More coming up. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.